Hey guys, and welcome back to the Move Me Movement Podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about Voyagers National Park. This is a park I knew nothing about going into it. I recently came off Isle Royale backpacking there, and then I went to see some family in Duluth. And then I, without doing any research, just headed up to Voyagers. Um, I was a bit confused at first because there's no main roads on the island because the whole entire park is on the island. So I was a little frustrated. I was like, how am I going to explore this freaking park? But then I got to the visitor center, the Cabetagama Visitor Center. And I must have talked to this park ranger for a good 45 minutes, maybe even an hour, just asking him every single question I could think of. Until finally, I felt confident to explore this park. So once I had my game plan, I was actually pretty, you know, pretty excited for this trip. This was like the adventure I was looking for. So the way the park works is they have some visitor centers and like one or two trails on the mainland where you can drive to, but the rest of the park, you need some kind of boat or water transportation. You could do a water taxi, you can have your own boat, or you can rent a kayak or canoe. The park system does not let you rent kayaks from them. They have kayaks on the main island that you can take to get to deeper campsites, but they don't rent them on the mainland. So they have a list of recommendations. I went with a company called Voyager Outfitters. They agreed to drop off the canoe at Ash River Visitor Center, and I just went from there. So I was pretty excited. You know, this trip was going to be a canoe trip as well as a backpacking trip. So what I was not excited for was the guy renting me the canoe told me, it's like, hey, buddy, if there's winds stronger than 10 miles per hour, I would not go on the water. You're not going to have a good time in that canoe. You're going to get tossed like a salad. And in my head, I was like, buddy, I'm only here for what, like one day. I'm, I'm going no matter what. <laughs> I don't got a choice. Uh, I'm glad I still went, but that guy was definitely right. As soon as I got in the water, I would paddle out 10 feet. The wind would turn me sideways and then push me back 20 feet. So I had to kayak about six miles, and it was two hours of non-stop paddling with like 85% to 100% effort I was tired as shit there were times I would just stop paddling and just freaking yell at the sky I, I wanted to co- complain to someone but I don't want to complain to because it was you know, my own dumb choice coming here <laughs> but regardless I made it to the main island once you get there you get to drag this heavy ass canoe up some stairs by yourself and then I had a simple, you know, like mile and a half, maybe two mile hike to my campsite. Uh, I, my campsite was Jorgen's Lake. I could not recommend it anymore. The way these campsites work are there's no campgrounds in this park. There's only individual campsites. And they're probably all spaced out, you know, about a mile or two apart from each other. So you are definitely isolated and alone on this park that when, they, when I go backpacking, and we want to go to national parks that's the feeling you want you want to be reconnected with nature and this park gives you exactly that so i had jorgens lake to myself the only downside was i got there at like 11 a.m because i guess it wasn't that didn't take too long to get to and then i was like well shit you know what do you do now so I set up my campsite um tried going fishing for a bit didn't catch shit that was a little upsetting then i went swimming and i the lake is huge, guys. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to measure a gauge the size of it, but at one point I swam across to the other side. Must have been like a good fifteen minute, twenty minute swim to get across. 
And I just, I just laid there. I just laid out on this lake I had to myself. Um, middle of the day. I mean, it was, I mean, it was very peaceful. You know, my only regret is I wish I should have brought like a hammock and a book to read, because that would have, that would have been a delight. But I think some personalities are probably better suited for this. Me, I'm such a goer and such a doer that I have a hard time sitting still. So once I set up my campsite, I was like, well, what do I, what do, I do now? But guys, the park. The park is beautiful for how isolating it is. The landscape can get repetitive. You know, it's not a whole lot of cliffs. It's not a whole lot of mountains. They have wildlife there. They have wolf packs. They have moose. Um, they got beavers. I saw plenty of beavers. But generally, I, I didn't really see a whole lot of animals. But um, I saw some beavers building the dam. I probably sat down and watched them for a good half hour, <laughs> just seeing beavers do what beavers do. So that was pretty fun to watch. But yeah, guys, this park, I mean, talk about isolating. Uh, this park, unfortunately, is so hard to get to because it's at the top of Minnesota and there's not really a major city nearby. So you definitely have to go out of your way to go to this park like I did. But I am very happy I went. Would I do anything differently? Yeah, I'd probably just bring a hammock and a book. Other than that, I mean, it was a, it was a perfect overnight trip. No weather. I mean, no, no rain at night. I didn't put my, put my rain guard on my tent. Had perfect view of the stars. You have a chance to see the Aurora Borealis here, but I didn't see it, unfortunately. I even set an alarm to get up at 3 in the morning for a chance to see it, but I didn't see anything. So, guys, Voyagers National Park, you should go here if you are trying to get away from people and reconnect with nature. This park will provide just that. You will feel like you're on an adventure. You you have to kayak with your stuff to the island, dock your ki or kayak or canoe, and then hike to your campsite. I mean, that's the most adventurous uh, thing I've done on this trip so far. So I'm incredibly grateful for that. Would I go back to this park? Yeah, I, I would definitely come back to this park. I'd probably bring a friend next time. Um, they have more trails. I didn't get to see. I only did one, I only did one. I probably only covered like two miles or three miles on the island, and there's so much more. And the best part is, guys, there's so many, this, this island's huge, and the trails only cover like two small slivers of it. So, I mean, theoretically, you could just roam forever in this thing. So, I would definitely go back, guys. If I were you, um, I would check the weather, make sure the wind's going to be calm, for sure, because you don't want to be fighting the wind for two hours straight like I was. I mean, that, that wiped me out. My back's never been so sore in my life. And I would just bring things to do because you will get to your campsite early. This is not like uh, it's not a huge hiking place. This is more of a lounge around and relax kind of park. So bring some things to do. Um, try fishing, try swimming. And guys, while I'm on it, I mean, my favorite moment of this park was after dinner, like around 8 p.m. I went back in the water, and I must have swam for a good hour, hour and a half. And it's just you. I've never felt so like alone and I mean isolated in my life I mean I was just swimming in this giant lake to myself um, only worry was I saw a snapping turtle when I got there so that was my only worry but other than that there's nothing in the water that's going to bother you there's a beaver that swam by me as I was in the lake I mean I I'll never forget that moment of just being in the water at sundown having to be completely quiet around you and just having the lake to yourself that that is what I went on this trip looking for, and I'm so glad I found it at this park. So guys, 
that is my review of Voyager National Park. You should definitely check this one out. You will definitely feel into the wild in this park, and I could not recommend it anymore.